Hey there, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace Free Journey. So glad you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We're in the book of 1 Kings and Solomon is praying. And he's praying a very lengthy prayer. <laughs> and it's detailed, it's theological, and it matters. Every single word. The temple of God has been built. He built it. And it's magnificent. God is going to come down and validate that everything was done right in just a little while. But he's praying now and dedicating this space to the Lord. And he's taking the opportunity to dedicate this space to the Lord, the temple to the Lord, because it's the Lord's temple where he was going to come and dwell and forgive the people of their sins. So he's taking that opportunity also to ask the Lord to deal with his people kindly and graciously, no matter what stage of development the nation's in, no matter what the circumstances. So we get to verse 46 in chapter 8 of 1 Kings, and he's praying and he's talking about something really serious. And, and I believe probably prophetic. Because later on, after Solomon's death, what he's praying now will happen. So listen to what he says. He says, now, Lord, if your people sin against you, for there is no one who does not sin. Okay, the first thing you got to know is Solomon's being honest. So in your prayer life, how honest are you with the Lord? Do you worry too much about theological words and rightly placed verbs and nouns? Or do you just pour your heart and mind out to the Lord? See, here's what's true. God knows your heart and mind, even if it doesn't come out of your mouth. <laughs> Psalms tells us that God knows every word that you're ever going to speak before it's on your tongue. So just be honest with the Lord. And so Solomon here is just being honest. He says, Lord, if your people sin, and then he goes and says, for there is no one who doesn't sin. So in other words, Lord, when they sin, here, here it is. And you are angry with them and give them over to an enemy so that they are carried away captive to the land of an enemy far uh, off or maybe even near. Yet if they turn their heart in that land to which they have been carried captive and repent and plead with you, and in the land of their captors saying, we have sinned and we have acted perversely and wickedly, if they repent with all their heart and with all their soul in the land of their enemies who carried them captive and pray to you toward this land, toward the land which was given to their fathers, the city which you have chosen, the house which I have built for you, if they turn and pray, then hear from heaven, your dwelling place, their prayer and their plea, and maintain their cause. And Lord, if they do this, even though they have sinned so grievously, so horribly, that they've been taken captive, that whatever they have done against your name and against your person, God, is so vile that you had to send them to exile for discipline. There you go. If they're even in the process of discipline, Lord, but if they repent, forgive the people who have sinned against you, all their transgressions, and Lord, please, uh, they've committed against you. Forgive it all and grant them compassion with you and the sight of those who have carried them away. So here's what Solomon is praying at this point. If they have sinned, and they will sin, and if you are disciplining, and God will discipline those he loves. Is that you right now? Maybe you're listening to this or watching this or if you're getting this content. And man, you're, you're in a time of discipline. You're looking back on your life and you've made some bad decisions. You made some bad calls. Understand, listen, listen. God doesn't want to pay you back. He wants to get you back. And if you study the people of Israel, God isn't about paying them back, but he wants to discipline them to the point that they turn, they repent, they weep, and they come back to the Lord with their whole heart. God wants to get them back. Punishment is saying, you did this, so now I'm going to do that, regardless of what you think. That's not what God does to his people. Now, God does that to the enemies of the kingdom. God does that to those who are outside the family. But he doesn't do that to his family. To his family, he disciplines. He brings pressure and pain and correction 
to get people back into fellowship because he loves you. It's like taking you to a gym. If your body's weak and it's not able to do what it should, you got to go to the gym. You got to lift those weights. You got to do that cardio. You got to be there three times a week or, or more. <laughs> I got to be there more. But you got to be there to get that body strengthened up. That's what the disciplined hand of God does. It makes you stronger. And so Solomon is praying, God, if your people sin to such a level that they have to be taken to the gym <laughs> and they have to be disciplined and it's going to be painful and it might be protracted, it might be a long time. Lord, when they repent and when they come back to you with their whole heart, Father, forgive them and give them favor with the people who are holding them captive so their life is easier and give them favor with you. Then he goes on, he says this, let your eyes be open to the plea of your servant, to the plea of your people Israel, giving ear to them whenever they call to you. For you separated them from among all the peoples of the earth to be your heritage, as you declared through Moses, your servant, when you brought our fathers out of Egypt, O Lord God. So David, I mean, Solomon does something really clever here. He says, God, um, I want to remember, and I'm just praying to you, you called these people out for a special purpose. You have for them a unique mission on the earth. That is to declare your glory, your greatness, your truth, your precepts, your laws, your ways to an unbelieving world. You called them out of Egypt to do this. And now, Lord, even when they blow it, get them right, bring them back, and get them back on mission. So, we are the church. If you're a Christian watching this, if you know Christ, you're part of the body of Christ. It is our mission to take the gospel, the truth of God, the reality of God, the relationship that's possible with God through Jesus and only through Jesus. It is our calling to take that to the world. And when we become weak, when we sin, when we go astray, God discipline us, make us strong again. We repent and turn from our wicked ways, bring us back, and put us back on mission. If that's you today, and you pray that, God will do it, and you'll find unbelievable grace for your journey. I promise you, you will. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much, and thank you. And Lord, if somebody um, finds themselves right now in a disciplining time, a time where they are, well, Lord, facing the results of their choices, Lord, I pray that as they repent and turn, that you will meet them quickly at that point. You will restore them, empower them. Father, put them back on the path of doing great things for your kingdom. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, blessings on you. Love you so much. And we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.